From coffee to moonlight, from driving Miss Daisy to the last dragon. We've seen a lot, but we're going to watch them all. I'm Len the Bat Tribble. And I'm Vincent Williams. And we are the Michaud Mission. Two men, one podcast. Every, every black, black film ever made. made. Catch us every week on Podglomerate. All right. All the, all the sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation. This is a very special edition. Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk. I'm Johnny Destructo, a.k.a. Thwip Tribble. And I am Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And the man choking on his own microphone is still... is Noel. He'll be with us in a second. He's got to compose himself. And Sam! Hey, what's up? Hey, Sam. Um, Noel, how you doing, buddy? I'm alive! Good! <laughs> Oh my God, my wife brought cookies. Uh, okay, so anyway, no, seriously. We're here to talk about, we just got out of a press screening for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. I have free hands. You want me to open that? Open the cookies for me, Noel. Because there's nothing that people like to hear more than people eating cookies on a microphone. So, yeah. uh, Len, take it away. What, what's it? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was a new animated feature that will be released in December. It is a co-production of Sony Animation and Marvel Studios, and I guess Disney's got a little say in there as well. And it's the animated story, loosely the story of Miles Morales. Can you still call him new, Spider-Man? Um, Youngest? Young, there you go. The youngest Spider-Man the youngest sp- in rotation? Yes, there, yeah. there, there you have it. Um, so it's loosely his origin story, but mixed in with uh, a touch of the Spider-Verse storyline that I think ran through the Spider-Man comics of, uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, during Dan Slott's run, it was a whole event about all of the different Spider-People that are functioning in different, every different yeah. uni- or dimension, right? So this movie, which is coming out, like I said, in, in December, December 14th, December 14th, animated film. We just saw it. The press screening. All I can say is, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The lights go out and then the wonderment begins. I was so excited about that. I loved I, I'm, I'm a sucker for when they do. They just they go the extra inch. Right. And they yeah. do the thing. What was it? Columbia. Yes, it was Columbia. The, the Columbia woman. She's got the torch. She's hanging out doing the thing. Just yeah. forever holding up that torch. And I like when they do things like that. They did it in The Matrix, mm-hmm. where they, they just add the flavor, the visual flavor of whatever the movie is uh, towards the production company, the distributor, all well, that sort of the, stuff. All, all, the, the, all, the, all the logos, all the, the... Yeah, the what-have-yous and whatnots. Right, right. Yeah. So so the Columbia woman holding the flame in Columbia, because Columbia was bought out by Sony, you know, you see her in all her glory, uh, mm-hmm. in all her Annette Benning-looking glory. Thank you! Okay, it's not just me. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was I actually, always thought she looked like Annette Benning. There was a story well, that about was, that. that. Was, that was, I was going to say, wasn't that debunked a couple years ago? It was de- debunked, but you it looks once you like hear it. it, you can't. There was a there's a Gary Shandling movie with Annette Benning that was by Columbia, and as a joke or like a troll, she, she does they, put, they imposed her face on the on the, on the on the. That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but right from there, the wonderment begins because she quickly becomes like a some kind of like laser fighter and yeah. a whole bunch of different imagery. It's just bena- it's alternate alternate reality versions of of Columbia yeah. of Columbia universal. Girl. Yeah. Multiversal versions. 
Are we do? How do you want to do? Do we just general impressions and then start? Like, are we going to spoil? Are it? we going to spoil? Like set the rules. Set okay. the rules we're for this do, conversation. We're do we'll do, ge- we'll do general impressions. General yes. impressions. Then we'll do a couple of minutes of just you know like like banter. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about the film. And then it, when you hear the spoiler song, that's when we're going to get into. I have a question. I actually do have a very. I actually do have a very important question. Do these cookies have nuts? Um. They don't Are there look any like nuts they, in these cookies? They don't look like they have nuts. They look barely cooked. They look a little wrong. Yeah, they, yeah. No. They look no. like Play-Doh with... They're like nutless. Chips Ahoy. Uh, I need my I need my official testers. All right. So let's They're start. Good. What are we talking about? What's going on? So general impressions of Spider-Man into <clears throat> the Spider-Verse. Should we, I guess, let people know, like, you know, this is an animated film, but it like it's... Chop full of like the voice actors are like off the hook in this movie. Um, you've got, um, oh from, my goodness, oh my god, from no. dope, from dope, and, then, and now I'm drawing a blank on his Sh- name, isn't it? Shamik Moore, Shamik Moore, he's so good. He, he's, he plays uh, Miles Morales, he plays Miles Morales. Uh, you have Mahershala Ali, no, Uncle he's Aaron. Uncle Aaron, he's Uncle Aaron, that's right, the prowler. Um, then who's playing his father, Henry? We got John, John Mulaney as Spider, Spider Pig. Well, I didn't want to go there yet, but all Peter right. Peter Porker. Well, while you guys are looking on your phones, I'm going to fill airtime. Um, <laughs> yes, that's it. Brian, Brian Tyree Henry. Brian Tyree Henry that's from right. Atlanta. I, oh, I, I, I thought that was Brian Dennehy. Was that not Brian Dennehy? Uh, it's, uh, no. no. Brian Donnelly. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Brian Donnelly, he owns a sub shop. Yeah, Brian uh, Tyree Henry. You have Lee Shriver. Oh, Lee Shriver. As, as, as Kingpin. You have uh, Haley Stanfield as... Was uh, it? Spider Gwen. Oh yeah, Lily Tomlin. Lily was Tomlin May. was Aunt May. A great Aunt May. I knew it. I knew yeah. the second Such I heard weird, her. But uh, interesting where they went with her character. It was kind of yeah. cool. I liked her I actually, too. So many cool and, things. And um, Nicholas Cage as uh, Spider Man Noir, who almost stole the whole movie. Yeah, he was. He great. did. I couldn't. Man, I was trying to figure figure out his voice. Who played uh, Chris Pine? The first Spider-Man? He's the first Chris Pine. Yeah. Oh. He's the first Spider-Man. The whole movie, I was trying to place it because it's just like, I know who the hell that is. Yes. I, I thought Christian Slater for a second, and then I thought somebody else. Mm-hmm. And we stood for the the credits, and I was just like, I need to know who did that first Peter Parker. You know oh. what? I saw Chris Pine in the credits, but somebody stood up. I couldn't see who it was yeah. he played. Yeah. I was pissed. And at the end of the credits, he even sings the, the, the song. Oh, is that him? That's that him at the end. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Chris, Pine. Chris Pine. Oh, oh my God. also important to note. That you should stay till after the credits. Very much so. You should. Yes. Yeah. You have it's to. It's definitely worth it. That's original animation, too, yeah. from the 60s. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to go first. General uh, impressions of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Is, as the Spidey guy, I consider myself the Spidey guy. You're the Spidey, Spidey guy. guy. You should go last. Go ahead, no one should go first. I thought it was well done. <laughs> no. He was getting ready Actually, to eat a cookie, <laughs> and you fucked it up. <laughs> I think you did that on purpose. <laughs> I could have handed and it, it off to it, Sam. Like, Thank you. I don't need the cookie. Um, I get it. I understand. <laughs> so bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, I loved it. I, I overall, I thought it was fantastic. I was worried. I, I was telling Len off the air. I was worried that they were going to somehow truncate Miles's origin, yeah. which mm-hmm. is, has been a wonderful story for me. Yeah. I've loved it since Jump. Mm-hmm. How they spent um, all of this time laying amazing groundwork for him, and still create. At first, it felt like. Um, I remember reading it. At first, it felt like, uh, all right, yeah, a spider, great, got bit, great, great, great. But then it ended up evolving into this very interesting uncle relationship mm-hmm. that does mirror part, uh, Ben's and Peter's relationship in a really, really slick way. Yeah, and it turns his own head a little bit. Yeah, that was my favorite aspect of Miles Morales. Yep, and they gave it all justice, and I loved it in the movie. And then throwing in all the crazy shit and the style. This was one of the better animated movies I've seen in a really, really long time. I this loved was it. Pixar level. Oh, yeah. me. And I mean, and that's that's a compliment. I like Pixar movies quite a bit. Most of them, anyway. And this, to me, was no, akin to... Not a good dinosaur the, fan? Not, I've never seen it. <laughs> I forgot that it existed. I like the good dinosaur. I also have never seen the I the think Cars it was films. fine. But, yeah, I think this is on par with some of the best animated films I've ever seen. It, it is. It, it, mm. it captures the feeling that you would want. Uh, it brought emotions out of me. I laughed. Did y'all almost cry a couple times? Yes. I almost cried we'll a couple get to times. That. We'll get to that later. Okay. But... Yeah, yeah. It hit all the emotional beats that I wanted. Uh, the soundtrack was on point. The animation at first was a little bit for my, a little d- difficult for my eyes to adjust to. Mm-hmm. But after a while, I didn't even notice it anymore. Right. Actually, th- afterwards in the restroom, uh, I was listening to people talk about it because we all walked out together. 
uh, and then I hung out with people in the restroom. It was a whole thing. It's not the, that's part of the story. Um, some people thought that it was supposed to be 3D, and it was wrong. Oh, for the first chunk funny! Because really, they do. There's a 3D effect. Yeah, and I wanted to be like that was the chosen style. Yeah, but, that was like the blue and the red that you would I, see. I chose not to go there. Engage. Oh, well, I chose not to engage with strangers in the bathroom Smart. instead of correct them. Yeah, <laughs> smart. Which is just a bad idea. Yeah, smart. Sam, what did you think? I, I think I, I that kind of threw me a little bit as well. Some of the visual, you know, stylings that they were using on yeah. it. However, as much as it was throwing me, I enjoyed it because it would have been very easy to just try and be Pixar level. Yeah. And they tried to cre- have you know Pixar quality as far as the animation, but have their own visual language. Yeah. And I appreciated that a lot. Yeah. Plus, it leaned very hard into that. This is an animated movie, but this is an animated superhero movie. This is an animated comic book movie. And there were aspects of all of that in there, from the captions mm-hmm. down to the Kirby crackle. The ink all dots in the their skin the tone. The ink dots on the yeah. skin oh. tone. Yeah. The, the, so the textures on the clothes, you know, some of the, the lines. You saw, like, line drawings, the inking almost, like mm-hmm. faux inking on it. Oh my God! It's the thirteenth triple. It's just walked into the building. This is incredible. Um, yeah, it was just it was bananas. I lo- I loved it. I loved every single freaking solitary minute of this fantabulous movie. Sam, now you're not you're not a big comic book person, though, right? Uh, no, I've kind of been adopted into this world. Yeah, that's that's how it always happens, right? Yes. Uh, you get someone and they just they just uh, suck you in. So, um, are you even a big Spider-Man fan? Like, do you care about the films? Yes. Uh, okay. I gotta say though, I don't like Tobey Maguire. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> Cardboard Maguire was a mess. Um, <laughs> and they I'm, make fun of him in the movie. Uh, they do. They do. Uh, so, what did you? What are your first impressions? Was it something? I, did you enjoy it? loved this movie. I loved the artistic aspect of it. Um, I loved that they kept bringing you back to the the comic book, you know, origin of mm-hmm. it, saying, hold yeah, on. Yeah, that was cool. Let's start back to the beginning, and they throw the issues in your face. Yeah. You know, so you're like, oh, this is another character. And so for somebody like me who doesn't actively read comics, it was kind of interesting to see them pull it back right. down to the origin. So I think it it doesn't just speak to people that read comics all the time. It also is, is good for an audience like myself who yeah. hasn't been exposed to comics at a young age, but, you know, maybe now after watching all these movies, you know, it would be a great time to jump in. You're right. Um, it's a very user-friendly uh, Spider-Man movie. Let's say, and I don't want to, this this is not to put you on the spot uh, of like having to start reading a comic book, but mm-hmm. there is a myriad of spider persons in this movie. Is there a particular version of the spider that you're like, oh, you know what? If there was a series of that character, I would read it. I think I like Miles' yeah. spider uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, that's a win. Story. I, yeah, I really do. Um, I love Miles. He's one of my favorites. Well, this I feel like this movie was you know introducing most people to him. Mm-hmm. So anybody who doesn't read comics, we're like, who's Miles? Mm-hmm. You know. So um, you know, everybody knows the original Peter Parker, and everybody knows the original Peter Parker, and um, you know the noir. Spider-Man is is not uh, I don't know I I guess it was all, all new to me. Yeah, the noir Spider-Man. He's not a household name. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. yeah, but I did like Nicolas Cage as the voice for yeah, him. Yeah, he was great. Um, he was great. So that was pretty cool. Um, there was another part that I really got into. I think it was just Aunt May becoming um, the the Alfred, the uh, the Alfred of yeah. yeah. Well, you can talk about it. Okay. She was just spoiler territory though. Do we want to wait? Who are you talking about? Whoops. Okay. Let's just let's just say that she's badass. End it there. Well, let's not talk about it deeply yet. You they, know. Yeah, they 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 do a very interesting turn on Aunt May's character, and, and it fits with this story. It does. Yeah. And Rachel, Rachel, uh, having not seen the movie, how did you feel about it? Help. Cool. Um, so that's our our pretty much. Everyone, let's see. All right, real quick. On a on a on a uh, a scale of one to five thwips, how many thwips do you give this film? No, go. Four point seven five thwips, only because I don't think five is achievable. Oh, oh. I don't know. Like, I can't think of what a five is, but it's very difficult for me to just give. Oh, uh, yeah. Because that means it's like a perfect movie. It's yeah, a perfect yeah. movie. Is there such thing as a perfect movie? Yes. Sam, how many thwips do you give it out of five? Four. Four thwips. Len? I give it five thwips. I would give it five thwips as well. Um, I yes. walked out and I said that was a that was kind of a perfect movie. Yeah. What? <laughs> 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 
That's on DJ boards everywhere. Yeah, man, five thwips. I thought it was perfect. It gave me everything I wanted out of it. It... It, I felt like it was accessible, but also really gave long-term fans stuff to love. Mm-hmm. It really rode the line of fan service, fan service versus accessibility. Yep, uh, and it did it so smartly. Yeah. So, oh, I, quick question for Sam. I'm saying that I'm saying it's accessible, right? But as a person who's been reading Spider-Man for nigh on to 35 years, uh, as someone who doesn't know that much, was there a bunch of times or any times where you were like, what? Felt lost Were you or lost like or confused as someone who ha- doesn't know all of the ins and outs of this stuff? No, because they did a really good job at explaining the stuff that needed explaining yeah. and the other stuff you could kind of pick up in context. Gotcha. Great. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. I realized I was speaking from a place of not actually having knowledge of, mm-hmm. like, oh, I know I know all this stuff, all the references. Well, everybody so. knows, like, the baseline info about Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. So you take that, and then if you are introduced to new stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Okay. And they were like, it was clear what the multiverse was, and that they right. didn't know what that was already, well, but... I I wasn't familiar with it too much, but you know, as somebody who really is into uh, shows and yeah. uh, movies about you, Doctor Time, who? yeah, you're wearing a, a Doctor Who for shirt. sure. So that kind of stuff appeals to me to begin with. So. Yeah, I'm a big fan of like sliders, as it were. Yeah. Um, all right, so we are going to that's that's our overall that's our overall thoughts. Yeah. So uh, all of us oh. say go see this movie. Absolutely. Support it in the theaters because I have been championing something like this for years and years and years and I'm really glad that they're finally doing high level animation that is released in the theaters uh, so go support this movie in the theater so that we can get more of it and I'm just happy that this because we talked on gutter talk about how I was nervous about this movie because they were introducing so many other Spider-Man so stuff. that Miles might get lost his yeah. story might get lost but no he is still very much central to this movie mm-hmm. in the beginning and at the end. Yeah, which I like too. Yeah, I really like it. We'll get into that in a minute. So uh, from here on out, we're going to talk heavy spoilers. I don't. I wouldn't say that there's anything really spoilery about this, but just in case, if you haven't seen it, we don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, you think there's some spoilers? Yeah, I, mean, right. I mean, there's no spoilers in the effect of like, does Spider-Man win? Like, that's not oh, a spoiler. Oh, yeah, that's not a... But yeah. there are like turns in okay. the movie that you might want to go and... So anything from here on out, everything after this spoiler song... Is spoiler. Greedle deedle, a deedle dee, a deedle doo. Spoil it, Len. What do you got? Everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I realized I threw it to you while you were mid cookie. Mid. That's so like the, that's, that's my the bad. theme of the show. Like yeah. reach for a cookie, you're getting thrown. Yeah, yeah you're getting um. Halves <laughs> <laughs> the thoughts. Just, <laughs> you can't hear it. You're just going on the uh, the Aunt May thing because we kind of like touched on it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Her turn, Aunt May turning into. First of all, I knew Lily Tomlin's voice oh, the I second know. I heard it. I didn't know. So I so I was like, because oh, I love it, Lily Tomlin, mm. and I was like, all right. But Lily Tomlin just can't just be being just a regular old old you know mm-hmm. Aunt May. But they got to do something cool. And the second she goes down into the spider cave, yeah. which is like akin to the best bat caves ever, complete mm. with the spider buggy mm-hmm. in it. Did you notice that? Oh, of course. Oh, my God. It was actually, actually, there are times where I'm caught off guard in a movie theater setting. I go in and I go, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to be calm. I'm going to be composed. Um, I, I may I may laugh. I'll laugh along. But generally, I'm trying to be aware of the people around me. Uh, and that was one of the times in the movie where I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then immediately went, oh, geez. I actually think you had an involuntary reflex, though, because there was a couple of times, like, I even think on the spider buggy, yeah. when I, I swear I kept feeling this poke in my arm. And I look at you and you just be like, have this big cheese-eating grin on yeah. your face. So I think you were like, you're, your elbow Accidentally was nudging you. Is that shit? So yeah, I did. I, I like the the spider cave. That was a nice. Yeah. What, what I like about it, actually, Spider Man had a cape. Isn't just the spider cape. Um, isn't just the fact that there was a spider cave with a spider bug and all that stuff. But I liked thematically what it does with the story. Is I didn't realize when we first meet the Peter in the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm that that was not the Peter that we were going to get later in the film. Right, because yeah. you knew Peter was going to be in the movie yeah. from the trailer. From the trailer. So I thought, okay, this is that. What's the guy? What's the guy's name? He's from uh, The New Girl, right? 
Jake Johnson, who, best part of the movie. Oh. I'm sorry. Best the guy who voiced, yeah, I just assumed that that was our Peter. And so when he dies, I was like, oh. And then they take off the hair, you know, and he looks like Ben Riley with the with the dyed bleach hair. Right. Um, that's that actually surprised me. So I didn't know that was coming. Um, but I like what it does within the movie, which is you've got a perfect Spider-Man from this universe who mm-hmm. has things like a spider cave, and um, we're going to replace him with this shitty forty-year-old kind of with a pouch, um, you know, a gut. Well, um, I no. I took it as they they aged up. The two, so there's two there's two spi- for the comic readers there's two Spider-Men that are primary right the yeah. Ultimate Universe Spider-Man and uh, 616 Spider-Man yeah like Spider-Man Prime they aged both of them up about ten years for the purposes of this story yeah so you had Ultimate Spider-Man which is where Miles Morales comes out of um, and in that story Aunt May knows uh, all and she starts to reluctantly help so this is almost like a ten years forward yeah where she's an active part of his. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I love. They did that in the J. Yeah. Michael Straczynski stuff. Which uh, on wonderful and fun. And yeah. then also you've got the 616 one who ruins everything. Yeah. Still right. in the process of ruining everything emotional around him. Yeah. So you, you thought that was our Spider-Man? You thought that was a 616? Yeah. 616 Spider-Man is Jake Johnson. Is that him? Yeah. I realized on, he was yeah, the 616. On, on one of the, Marvel, on one of the uh, monitors when they're doing the collider stuff, yeah. there's one line to 616, one line oh. to... like they. Yeah, he's our Spider-Man. Oh man, we got a shitty Spider. I didn't realize our Spider-Man was so shitty, well, but I guess got a, it's we've true. We've got a late thirties, early forties yeah. kind of pouchy Spider-Man who's ruined a lot of things and has. Uh, he's the it's redemption true. story. He's and true. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, and he did. I mean, he was still a Spider-Man. He, I yeah. mean, he, you know, he, he got it done. He, he got the job done. It's just that after a point, it got in the way of his personal life, and yeah. then it, it 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 messed with his head big time, as mm-hmm. you saw. So, and I actually dug that. I actually dug it a lot, man. I really dug it. It was cool. This is the Spider-Man we deserve. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Boy, um, isn't that the truth? So yeah, so that's Aunt May. She was great. Yeah, so that was Aunt May. Aunt May was cool. And actually, as someone, and this is this is for you, Brandon, for someone who really knows very little about Spider-Gwen, except that I do agree that her, her design is cool as hell, mm-hmm. I really liked her. The problem here is that Brandon, I believe, likes Gwen Poole. Not Spider Gwen. Oh well, then, then stay home. Yeah. <laughs> no, I loved Spider Gwen. I liked. Uh, I thought she was great. I loved the haircut. I liked. Who's the voice of that? Haley Stansfield. Who is that? She was in True Grit. Uh, oh, okay. Also, the Pitch Perfect movies. Was she in the t- two and three? Right. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, who is she in that? And she's also Bumblebee's like new girl. Oh, she's the new yeah. one that joins. That's right. That's yeah. right. Don't, That's right. Okay. Get the on my feet. I don't want it. Um, All this no, visual humor on this audio podcast. Yeah, I, just, I was <laughs> batting her in the face with my microphone. Uh, yeah, uh, I liked Spider-Gwen a lot. Uh, I like that she shows up, and she's already better than both Miles and the 616 Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. she's excellent. Oh, I'll tell you, here was another spoiler, you're right. Uh, real quick, Doc Ock. Yeah. Did you know that was going to be Doc no, Ock? No, not at all. Me neither. I just thought the lady with the big glasses from Harry Potter. I thought that she was going to Trelawney, is that her name? Trelawney, yeah. Trelawney. I thought she was going to be a like reluctant helper and then yeah. all of a sudden it was a turn you know from venom yeah, yeah. i thought well, i, I thought i'd heard her oh. name introduced as a fisk so i thought she was going to be kingpin's wife oh. but then when she wasn't I, and she said she was doc I, I was like all right that's cool but then when you saw her tentacles and they weren't metal that they were cool. like this this inflatable plastic thing that you just heard just like bloop, bloop, bloop. i was like oh my god this is so cool yeah I'm i have sorry. a question for sam do you, did, do you know who Gwen Stacy is and all of that? Or sorry, when Spider Gwen pulled off her mask and whatnot, did you do you have any questions about that? Because they didn't really describe it or explain it. No. <laughs> there are currently three microphones in my face. No pressure at all. Uh, so there, uh, I really didn't know who she was. Um, to be honest with you, now. Oh. Did it affect anything? Um, it. I mean, I didn't read comics as a kid, so of course I didn't know who she was. But. Um, I mean, I knew about her from the trailer when I mm. first saw the trailer with you, and you were really excited to see Spider Gwen. <laughs> did, did you see, well, see the just, Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider Man one and two? I don't know. She played by Emma, Emma, Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Uh, Emma Stone. Uh, no. You oh, never that, saw those? No. Oh, wow. Oh, I have no. them, sweetie. We can watch them. Oh. I mean, the first one. Run now. No, they're great. I love Wait, them. The first one's good. The, the second one's awesome. But I awesome. like her character. The first one's half good. Yeah. I do. So, yeah. I do like her character. And I did like, um, if you stick around, like, you know, everybody said for the credits, um, there's this great extra little um, 
you know, animation storyline for everybody. And mm. it's kind of cute. It puts her on stage as a rock artist and it puts him, you know, all the different. Yeah, she's a musician Peter. in her book, right? Yeah, yeah. Talk she plays the, kind of the Mary Janes. She's a drummer. So the, the band they, is called the Mary Janes. It's like a concert. And then, but they, they keep doing this repetitive um, art at the very end. I don't know if you picked up on it, but each Spider-Man or each Spider-Person person got their own uh, chance to be the artist at the concert on stage they yeah. showed you a oh, repetition yes. oh I see all. during the credits the yeah. actual credit it animation it was kind of cool I see yes. you know, and then you saw her good. on stage doing her ballerina gig with her you know obviously she does have the ballerina shoes on mm -hmm. so yeah. unfortunately no I can't really check I, in I as just, educated I just find it interesting that so Gwen Stacy is a an important character in Peter Parker's life if not one of the most and you were able just to just just like I, yeah I guess actually yeah she's the most important person underneath Ben you were able to just kind of follow along with this interpretation of the character and it didn't add or subtract anything. I, I think it's, it's easy to just, even as somebody from my standpoint, to just watch a film and enjoy it and enjoy the story that's in front of you without having preconceived perspectives based on something else you've already read or seen. So that's like, you know, when people bring their children to these movies and sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, these kids are never gonna understand what they're mm -hmm. watching. I can understand it, and I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm not on the same level of geekery as you guys. Which is the strength of this movie, the fact that you didn't need it or want it or it required to enjoy. And it actually would have gotten in the way a little bit because yeah. there, are, are, there are moments where you're supposed to be um, emotionally involved in the relationship between Peter and Mary Jane. And if you know about what the character of Gwen Stacy in general means to Spider-Man mythology, then that could get a little bit in, in a way in your headspace. But you just take that off. You don't even worry about it. You know it. what? Actually, it's weird. Do, I'm sorry. For a quick deep dive, now that I'm thinking about it, our 616 Peter Parker had no reaction to his I, former love of his life, right. who's now dead, right. uh, showing up. That's why I liked so, it. You, yeah, I, you, I didn't, think you, you just, didn't I, need that? I don't, I don't think you needed that. I think like, if, you, if you wrap your head around, you could either wrap your head around that, that Spider-Man being the actual 616 from the comics mm -hmm. or the... 616 movie. Yeah. Which Spider Man. Is different. Oh, and just just know that, that the love of his life was Mary Jane. Okay. And not even be invested in the whole Gwen mm. Stacy thing. Because quiet is kept until the Andrew Garfield things. If yeah. you've only grown up with Spider Man over the last 20 years, yeah. that's the movies. In the comic. And, 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 sorry, and, and, in, the and in the comics and in, in the, the marriage of Mary Jane, Mary Jane is, is the love of his life. It's not true. really Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was, before you even brought that up, I thought like, I mean, it would have been slightly nifty to have him just react of like, oh, that's a mind fuck. Like, just oh, something geez. to that regard. Yeah. yeah. You're the 16-year-old version of the woman I, f I was in love with. Yeah. And accidentally killed. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but you, didn't, you don't need it. You don't know. You don't need it, which is why I didn't even think of it while we were watching it. Yeah. It's not until that we're doing a, you know, a look back at it that I went, oh, that would have been kind of cool. But I also think I'm aware it would have been a little bit too much. It would have detracted they're, from Miles' They're story. doing too much stuff. And it would have detracted from Miles' story and Miles' um, Miles's, uh, 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 attraction to Gwen. Yeah. It would have detracted from that. I agree, yeah. Um, so, yeah, talking about what you were saying earlier about Miles, I was a little wary, too. But I found, like, I don't know if it was just well-timed or if they actually spent that much time. But I felt like we had a good beginning before Miles even had his powers. And then we had Miles figuring out his powers. And then moving forward and then finding the, you know, Peter Parker and then all the Spider-Verse stuff. And I, I thought they've really filled this movie up with a lot of stuff without it feeling too overpacked, mm -hmm. uh, but also feeling that everything had its own time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, which it was is well paced. so difficult, especially when you're dealing with all these characters. So Yeah, especially because um, there was a, a tick when I thought this movie was like, Ah, uh, this is a little long, but something happened, uh -huh. and I was right back in it. And I was uh, like, see, I "Was it Spider Ham? Was when Spider Ham?" Oh, showed well, up? well that, first of all, that was a tick. No, that wasn't a tick. Cause Spider Ham was such a win for me. I am a huge. <laughs> no, I mean Peter like Parker. that's when he brought you back. Like you were. Feeling oh no, like, no, no, no. You know, this movie's alright. You know, I don't know. I don't know where it was that I felt that tick. Maybe it's just for one slight moment I noticed. I was like, "Oh, we're still time. going." And then I was like, eh, "But you know, I'm here." Yeah, I was. I think if it was going to happen, I think it was. When they leave Peter, I'm sorry, they leave Miles and say, You're not ready yet. Yeah. So then maybe. I'm like, Oh, we still have to go through the redemption of him figuring everything out. And then, right. And he only really figures it out because his dad talks to him through the door. And then all of a sudden he's like, I've got my powers under control. Can we talk about how when 
he shows up at Aunt May's and she says, it's about time you showed up. Oh, you yeah. Know? So, yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, she was waiting for him to come to her. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and then he embellished his suit. You know, yeah, yeah. So, which is not how spray paint works on fabric, but we'll just leave it. Yeah, you know, but it kind of goes mm. in, coincides with him and his his love for like for graffiti, graffiti, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Kirby Cockle graffiti. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I gotta say I do love the they they mimicked or kind of curbed one of my favorite scenes from Spider Man. Uh huh. Oh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. Where uh the the one time before a bunch of events that now it's one universe. The one time that Peter Parker and Miles Morales actually did meet. Yeah. Where he brings uh, he brings Peter to May's house. Them mm-hmm. waiting outside in front of the door because to May, she just buried her nephew. Yeah, 26-year-old nephew, and now there's a 40-year-old. <laughs> but in, in the comics, it was my 16-year-old nephew, yeah. and now there's like a mid-20s version of him that she mm. recognizes immediately. And that whole like... Just that two minutes of, I don't know, tension mm-hmm. was one of my favorite parts of that story. And then yeah. in this movie, they did it incredibly well. Yeah, I agree. Um, the one thing about that that I uh, am glad about is because it always kind of bothered me a little bit that Miles is not a genius who creates web shooters at 16. He's not right. a guy who can make that and figure out how to make a web fluid like Peter is. Right. Uh, he's a different kind of smart. So the fact that the Peter uh, in this reality was basically like a perfect Spider-Man who had all of the gadgets and everything, and now Aunt May has access to all that, mm-hmm. she's able to supply like, all of like this Give stuff. him the web shooters. Yeah. For him. Right. I don't know how long that's going to last uh, until he runs out, I guess. Like, I don't think she knows how to make web fluid, but this I, is me. I'm sure Peter wrote picking. it down somewhere. Yeah. 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 yeah I think probably. Okay. I think they got yeah. a fabricate, a 3D printer. Okay. Down there in the spider cave. Um, so I yeah, feel like if you've got a buggy, you've yeah. got you've got like a file somewhere uh-huh. with the chemical, and you're missing out on his other capabilities too that the other Spider-Man doesn't have. Oh yeah. Oh, like turning invisible. Yeah. And using his venom bite, is that what's called? Where he shocks people. Yeah. yeah. Last, so yeah. those are definitely some backup mechanisms that he yeah. can use. Yeah. Okay. One thing it just dawned on me: where does the spider come from? Well, uh, they are underneath Alchemax. No, I understand it comes from, but but why is why the spider? Why is it a spider? Because Alchemax has been doing in this reality. It's not Oscorp. It's Alchemax. No, I understand. So why is it an Alchemax spider? Because the spider had Alchemax on it. Yeah, what's your question? I never saw the correlation between the spider and Alchemax, except that they it came from Alchemax. Yeah. Just a. It's just a. They're doing genetic, genetic modifications on spider. spiders, yeah. a la. Oh, Oscorp. were they doing that? I didn't no, know. no, they no. It was Oscorp. Um, basically, no, well, were so they doing the, that in the movie? No, no they didn't, you didn't say see it. it. You're just, That's what I'm saying. You're supposed to assume it. Also, too, they uh, in the. I remember in the story they they make the connection between Aaron, Uncle Aaron, stealing the spider and or having stole things. At Alchemex, and that's how it kind of. I remember that in the origin in the comic. It was from Oscorp, yeah. D- yes, but in, yeah. in this movie, we would call this a plot hole. Secondary Is spoiler. It? Secondary spoiler. Something very similar happens in one of the brand new Doctor Who episodes oh, yeah? with spiders and radioactive oh, no you know, so things oh. and how they're testing on spiders and they end up doing some really yeah. wicked shit. And they so, make a Spider-Man? Yeah. Uh, no, they don't make a Spider-Man, but they make some huge man-eating spiders. Nice. I think that that is just shorthand. It's just people know that Peter was bitten by a radioactive spider or a genetically modified spider, so that's it's him making the noise. Um, so this cookie that I picked Sam's up. Sam's looking around because Len is humming uh, at a high pitch that only dogs and Sam's can hear. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it's just you know, there's a it's a fucked up spider. You don't like it? It's a plot hole. Also, I thought it was funny that he called it a normal spider when it's clearly like bright orange. Like it's like glowing. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're definitely a a normal spider. But anyway. The the reaction was perfect though. Like all the dramatic buildup. And then the pink. Yeah, yeah. Um, Some people though, like Terry, if you remember Terry Leahy, he doesn't like that. Noel's arch nemesis. (laughs) Yes, everyone's arch nemesis. Um, he doesn't like that Marvel um, sort of every dramatic, all the dramatic tension being undercut by a joke. You mean like real life? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And yet, what other spoilers do we got? The mm. uncle. Aaron? 
Yeah. Yeah. Basically our Uncle Ben. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, w- I kind of saw it coming, and I've never read the comics. I mm-hmm. kind of was like, uh, that's going to be his uncle. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. You can see that coming. That's like basic like storytelling. You know, it's going to yeah. happen. So I don't know if that's necessarily a spoiler. I mean, not to me. Yeah. Anyway, but, you know, it, it, there's not really a whole lot of spoilers. I mean, if you don't know the Spider-Man story, maybe it's, you know, we could spoil it. But like you said, he wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just so much good so much visual goodness also and you you talked about this like missing it a little bit me jd you you jd as i pointed on this audio podcast visually the um (laughs) i liked that a lot of the scenes from the trailer are not in the movie or they are redone in the movie case in point the scene where in the trailer miles you know, is running through the the traffic, traffic, and along the the cab and everything like that. That actually is uh, Spider Man mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie that does that, and and it, it just doesn't have the same freeze frame. And the whole thing in like the subway, them talking to each other, that's not in the movie at all. Yeah, there's there's a whole conversation in the trailers that's fantastic. That's not in the movie at all. The don't do it like me, do it like you. Oh yeah, not not at all. Yeah, but you don't miss it. No, the it's it's all there. It's just not mm-hmm. there. Trailers are what trailers are incredibly deceiving these days. Anyway, which I like. Yeah. I like that. I like a deceived, uh, 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 dishonest trailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like a good trailer that lies. Yeah. No, well, you know it didn't lie. Did you guys have favorite parts? I gotta say that uh, as somebody who did enjoy the show New Girl and loves it <laughs> extremely, that Jack uh, Jake Johnson's character uh, as Nick Miller totally shines through as Peter Parker on oh, this. Oh yeah, Similar. oh yeah. His his same um, you know I don't care attitude. I do things the way I want to do them. Yeah, I have I have a healthy weight problem. Blah blah blah. Like the oh, way yeah. he chews that burger. That's totally a Nick Miller move. Okay. Yeah. Not a fan of New Girl. I've watched a couple episodes and I didn't care. I I did think that he captured Parker well. Yeah. You know, did, how did you feel about? It? Well, I see when you said that he was the six one six Peter, I was a little surprised because he is the Peter that we have in the six one six isn't as slovenly as this Peter. Yeah, but he's okay. This guy's real fly by the seat of his pants. Um, and, his and jogging pants. It's fly by the seat of his uh, yeah jogging pants. Um, hey, but I think he grew into that. Yeah, you gotta remember this is. Our six one six Peter, if he was allowed to actually grow ten years, That's yeah, he, true. he says right. he's been doing it for twenty two years. Yeah, I can right. see that. Um, and he and he lost Mary Jane. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You have a favorite part, Noel? It's hard. I, I just really, really enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, I always keep thinking back on the like the more emotional aspects of this of the story, like those as like the peaks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the confrontation between him and his uncle on the rooftop and how that transpired yeah was rough for me also it was rough i like the i like the, it was, the voice it was, acting in that it was scene. wonderful well he does marshala ali doesn't do anything wrong that's true period yeah he's got an oscar um <laughs> it's got his oscars have oscars <laughs> um i liked i really really liked the stanley cameo and i almost uh, got choked up i got choked the up qu- the quote at the end that got me too yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, when Stanley showed, I didn't know he was going to show up. Neither did I. And then when he did, I, first of all, I went, "Well, of course." But then throughout his like, first, well, it was it was immediate when I thought when I, when he showed up and I went, "Oh, of course." I also immediately had mm. a a guttural like, "Oh," kind of thing. And then throughout his his uh, conversation with Miles, I, I just uh, yeah, I got choked up. It was it was one of the more emotionally meaty. Uh, mm cameos he's ever done yeah. and he wasn't even in person yeah. it was perfect and then they they pop a quote up at the end of Stan Lee's and it was just I did, there was a lot of really really great peaks in this emotionally mm-hmm. that I really really enjoyed the father and son relationships the mentor and mentee relationships mm-hmm. and and Spider-Man Noir was fantastic yeah just Nick Cage was fan fucking tastic I also got choked up when Aaron Uncle Aaron died well, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. The confrontation on the roof, and then yeah. that led to his death, and that yeah. that whole thing of events, and then even the father finding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole sequence of events was just like the emotional crux of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I um, I liked a a, a lot of this freaking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene with his uncle, 
when they actually go underground to do the graffiti. I thought it was really cool because it was a nice little bonding situation between them. Yeah. The whole, the whole uh, spraying of the graffiti and the Kirby crackle coming. I just loved all the Kirby crackle in this movie. Yeah, it is like it was like a Kirby film coming to life. You know, I almost wish there was so much Kirby in there. Like hindsightly, I wish there was maybe a little bit more. Ditko in there, just yeah. as, a, as a nod to him, yeah. you know. Um, and some of the comic book drawing, they did some comic book pages. They look, they look like they tried to mimic Ditko's style a little bit. I don't know if they really landed on it, but um, and they certainly had some of his imagery in there. Uh, but I mean, visually, it's it's stunning. Mm -hmm. It is. But on top of the visuals, the soundtrack to Yo! this movie is banging. Yeah. It is non-stop banging. There is not a false note throughout. I Was I, that the first thing I said when the credits were rolling? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Like, I don't even buy movie soundtracks. I don't. I really don't even care. This has been a long time since I've cared. I mean, I've known some good ones, but I just didn't really care. I am buying this soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. it's no real joke. good. Yeah. I am a guy who does buy soundtracks. Uh, no. I'm also going to buy this one. Yeah, and also this one. <laughs> Um, all right. Did anybody have anything they didn't like? What's your favorite them? part? You haven't oh, said Oh, man, anything. I was hoping no one would ask me because I like so much of it. I can't really think of what I did or what was my favorite. Um, ah, vugubloch. How'd you guys I feel about the post credit stinger? Oh, I thought it was great. We yeah. laughed so hard. Oh, that was... It, it, the 1960s Spider-Man cartoon with uh, meets 2099, Miguel. Yeah, I thought that oh. was really cool. I think th thought that was dope. But okay, so that was the the Spider Man from twenty ninety nine. Yeah, that he met, right? Miguel O'Hara. Right. But, and maybe maybe this is just me. Because I don't know. But, I thought that that was the Spider Man from the Spider Verse storyline that went in. Okay, no. he's not. No. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 from the mid-90s was a comic book series where uh, Marvel went into the year 2099 and they created all these futuristic versions mm -hmm, of their mm -hmm. characters. Doctor Doom, Fantastic Four, Ghost Rider, I think was one of them. Um, and Miguel O'Hara was, he worked at Alchemex yeah. in the future. And he became the, the Spider-Man of that time. Uh, Okie dokie. Yeah. And he does, some, he does do some time traveling. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, slots run. Where Spider Verse was introduced, he's a major character in a couple of like he yeah. travels back and forward and then mm -hmm. gets his own series. And I think, as much as it was a joke, so they're already developing a sequel for this, and they were before the movie came out. Yeah, as much as that stinger is a joke, I think that they're setting up Miguel's character to be a linchpin of whatever's going to follow next because they immediately establish that he can jump dimensions. Yeah, right. Very so cool. I think that would be really, really cool. I just hope whatever comes. First of all, they've they they won. I think they they I think box office will truly tell the story. But I think that they have won in that they have created excellent movie from which to build a their uh, Sony's Franchise. own Spider-Man universe. Right. Mm -hmm. I just hope that they keep it Miles Morales centric. I do love Miles. And there, there is, there is, you know, the. I could see them being tempted to, you know, head first into just a whole Spider Verse of movies as opposed to mile centric movies. And I hope they keep it mile centric. I think they will for the animated movies, yeah. at the very least. Like I, I, I loved. Oh, did you guys miss Ganky? Oh, Gank. Yeah, Gank. Gank. Yeah, there's like best friends, Pat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, so. He lost weight, but it's funny because he looks different visually because they used his what he looks like as a character for Homecoming, the Ned, live action yeah. movie, and it's Ned Leeds. Um, so now the gank from uh, or ganky, whatever it is, uh, yeah, from I, I from this know. has to look different. Pretty funny, but yeah, no, I caught him. Yeah, it's cool. They like it. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I want and I hope that they continue with this. It's uh, Miles centric, and. Oh, the other the other thing that I wanted to mention. Did you you caught Donald Glover on TV, right? No, no. Where was uh, he on TV? When when uh, he's at Aaron's apartment the first time. When Miles is at Aaron's apartment the first time, they flash on the TV, and it's um, part of a video of Donald Glover in a Spider-Man shirt. What? 
now. I didn't even see that. Yeah. That's awesome. It's cool. Very cool. I think there's a lot in this movie that will um, uh, reward or repeat. Reviewings, yes, yeah. thank you. It's exactly what I wanted to say. Thank yeah, you. especially like a lot of when they keep dropping off into New York of the mm-hmm. time, and you see all the f- faux billboards. Mm-hmm. You know, Seth. Uh, what was the Seth Rogan? Seth Rogan. Hold the, your horses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Every time they came to Miles Universe, it was that stupid billboard of <laughs> Seth Rogan movie that doesn't exist. I didn't even see. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Funny. Yeah, he's dressed up like a like a jockey, and he's on a horse, and it right. just says like Netflix presents. Jesus. Hold your horses. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I think if I had to nitpick something, I was surprised when at the culmination of the film, all of these characters are fighting each other, and then Miles has to confront Kingpin. Kingpin is a regular guy mm-hmm. who, and you know, if the, if it was happening not during some giant cataclysmic event where things were swirling all over the place and zipping in and out of reality, mm-hmm. I, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's just a big guy who can't jump very high or anything is like fighting on the top of this. What was it on the top of a train? Train in the middle of nothing, just like swirling around this cyclone. He didn't feel like someone who would be a good fit for that sequence. Do you know what I mean? Am I crazy? Are you, are you talking about like the strength level being off the chart? No, no, he's agility? very strong. Because the fact that he's just... When he's picking up cars and stuff, I took it as like, if you're like on the surface of the moon, gravity's yeah, a little, everything's a little, a little lighter right there. So car flies by you, you can redirect it and chuck it at something. I guess. I guess I was thinking of someone who had more flying ability or... Mm. Yeah. But at least it wasn't another spider person. It wasn't yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, usually the problem with these superhero movies is they're just fighting another version of themselves. A bad spider from yeah. the multiverse comes in. And yeah. yeah. But I liked it that it wasn't some Superior. like big cosmic menace or anything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to a degree, it still played on the whole personal level because, you know, Kingpin Aaron. was Kingpin was doing this not because he wanted to take over the earth. He wanted his wife and his son I did back. like that. So I actually kind of dug it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, and it's weird because all the other characters in the film were like normal portion-sized humans yeah, and other things, true. and Fisk was huge yeah. in this. And the only reason I know Fisk as a non-comic book reader is through the Daredevil series yeah. on Netflix. You, so uh, when I put two and two together, <laughs> it must have sounded so dumb no, to Noel. through the movie, they, they only refer to him as Kingpin the whole time. Until and they three, show him. Three-fourths through the movie, they, they someone says Wilson or it says Fisk on the news, and you turn to me and you're like, Wilson Fisk? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the kingpin. I mean, yeah. I well, mean, this I mean, sounds really lame, but... Uh, he's not lame at all. It's he's got a different accent. He's doing a whole thing. This well, is a very different version of that character. Yeah. And this one, I mean, the way they made him, like, an unusually large person, mm-hmm. um, you know, made him that much more scary as a villain. Because mm-hmm. if he was just a fat dude who liked art, yeah. you know, like in, like in Daredevil, yeah. I mean, it might be a little... Different. So I remember one sequence in particular where it's literally you're looking at the entirety of the screen and she I believe he's talking to um Oct- what was her name Octavia? Uh, yeah. No, Olive. Olive Olive Octavius. And the whole left side of the screen is black. <laughs> and then there's a little head popping out of it because he's so big he's taking up more than half of the screen and then there's like tiny little woman next to him. It was pretty it was a neat it was obviously an artistic choice to be made. He's right. not actually that big, but yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I like and I like like I told you, JD, I like the reminder for people who only know Kingpin from Daredevil that he started originally as a Spider Man villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's where he started. Daredevil co op. Was there anything you guys didn't like? Like I had my one nitpick about the Kingpin being the final baddie. Was there anything you were like, ah, that felt silly or a little overdone or a bad decision. I'm, I'm having trouble mining my brain for anything that was truly a negative or something that I didn't like. Nothing really detracted from the movie. The The humor was on point. The emotional effect was on point. Yeah, it's a very oh, funny yeah. movie. Uh, narratively, it made sense. They did. They, they gave equal weight in the right measure for all of the different characters that they were juggling. It's just, it was, it was really good. Yeah. It I, was just really good. I like, speaking of the comedy, I like that it's not one singular type of comedy throughout the film. You've mm-hmm. got emotional comedy. You've got slapstick. You've got a, they're, they're mining a bunch of different areas mm-hmm. for their it's comedy. Well, it's well written, but that's Lord yeah. and Miller. They do uh, good yeah. stuff. Oh, uh, now, who's Lord and Miller? I know that. Is 21 it? Jump Street. Um, Never saw it. The Lego movie. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep. 
That was pretty that funny. Yeah, that does make sense. You never saw 21 Jump Street? No. The movie? No. Yeah, the first one was really quite wonderful. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say before oh, we... Um, I really liked... You You mentioned your one of your favorite scenes when they go Len? and... and uh, yes, I'm pointing at Len in this audio. <laughs> Medium. <laughs> Which was it? Uh, the the scene where the him, him and his uncle go and tag. Oh, good. Um, the, yeah, tag the and subway. Dust. Yeah, the subway. The art that <clears throat> the art that Miles produces is the entire movie. Oh yeah. The he has to do the Great Expectations. Um, the uh, book essay. report. Book, yeah, book report. And well, it's not even a book report because it's on him. That's right. And depicts this great shadow of himself on yeah. a wall and that's actually the entire movie yeah. simple small things like that make you uh, indicate to you that everyone that's making this movie understands everything about it and you could just sit back and relax yeah and they know and they're smart storytellers yeah you hear that Tyler Perry ha <laughs> How do you guys feel about the Snyder Cut. his, you know, we've got the negative the, the apex of the film where Miles gets left behind and then he has to come to terms with how does he control his powers. And he literally learns how to control his powers by uh, having by hearing his dad talk to him through a door. And then all of a sudden, miraculously, he's able to control his All abilities. of a sudden, he's like Superman. Well, I mean, look, that's how it goes. That's how it goes in all these movies, man. Uh, but that, right, but that doesn't mean it should. It's it's I so it's slightly reductive to just be like oh he heard a conversation so that makes it work better. It's more about something clicking inside of him. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe his agility shouldn't be that great. Maybe mm-hmm. but but the ability to tap into these things that you can just yeah. it's just like emotional maturity. Yeah, the difference between you and me when we were fifteen versus now mm-hmm. is applied emotional maturity that makes us not act in. Ridiculous ways. Ridiculous ways or X, Y, and Z. I think that's mainly what it was. Now, him being able to backflip through buildings that are flying at him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's where we did comic book logic. He had an afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) But but it just being one conversation. I think it's a little bit more than that, personally. That being said, I did like his training um, montage when he goes up the building. And then he's like. Oh, well, there's a whole sequence of him running up the stairs to go to the roof. Right. And then he stands up there, and he's getting the, the magic swells and all of that, and all of a sudden it just cuts to him going down right, the no, stairs. And looking for a, and a, looking up, and he finds this smaller building yeah. and then goes back up. Yeah. Yeah, that was really, really cool. Really I really good. loved the scene in the woods where he was swinging with uh, the one Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And um, they start to find their rhythm. Yeah, but just that whole scene was just beautiful the oh it was it's a whole, yeah it just reminded me of a watercolor painting it was just mm. beautiful yeah it does which i think was really good it played off their their color palette mm-hmm. very well especially when gwen comes in there i mean there's just so much smart stuff going on yeah. visually in this movie yeah. there were so many wild visuals it almost shouldn't work all right. together and as one piece really because we in, in this conversation we've name checked maybe about three or four different art styles yeah that all cohesively work in yes. this movie Simu- as one Almost piece. simultaneously. Yeah. Well, yeah, when all the main characters are on the screen, each one of them is rendered in a different way. Yeah. Yep. Like, one is 2D animated. One is in black and white with dot pitch. One is, like, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Well, I didn't. Even, I like that they even mentioned that uh, when they meet Spider-Man Noir. They're just like, is he in black and white? Like, right. they mention that yeah. he's in a different And style. they keep quizzing him as, like... Can he see colors? Yeah, he, his whole <laughs> gag is revolving around the uh, Rubik's Cube. Right. Yes, which that is was funny. a great touch. And I like that I didn't realize, because everything is a cartoon, I didn't realize that uh, Spider-Pig was, uh, Spider-Ham was actually a cartoon within that cartoon. Right. And so he, he would bring out giant mallets and stuff that, yeah. And it fits in your pocket. It fits in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was John Mulaney? John yes. Mulaney. I yeah. love him. Perfect. And it was the perfect role for him. Yeah. Ooh. Absolutely. You could have this mallet. It fits in your pocket. So, the little thing that I liked was okay. So the going. mask of this of Spider Ham is he's got the two spider eyes, right? Mm-hmm. But then on his snout, his nose, he's got two little spider eyes. And when his eyes blinked, his nostrils blinked. Yes, it was a nice little touch. It was a nice little touch. Nice little touch. So much. So I mean, like I said, man, it's when are we gonna go again? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta see it again. There's like it's so. So fucking smart. And wasn't it just on the most recent Gotta Talk that we said that Warner Brothers suggests nix everything with DCEU and just start over with with all of them being animated? Yep. Maybe you keep Wonder Woman because they're period pieces, but everything else just 
animated. Mm-hmm. Could, could, can you imagine the team that did this movie? This is how spot on this movie is. Especially some of the imagery of the Prowler. If that was Batman. Uh, oh my you know, God, I'm coming. Oh my God. <laughs> Why haven't they? Why haven't ben they? Likes Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. Sam is blushing. <laughs> and it's adorable. Anyway, um, how come they haven't thrown a hundred million dollars into a Dude, full-fledged animated? I've been, well, I've been Batman ask, movie. I've been asking this Superman a, movie. A Superman for years. movie. I would. I would do that for Superman. Can you imagine a stylistic Superman movie like this? Yes. Because because Superman. Uh, unlike many people now who think that it only should be dark and brooding, uh, Superman actually is is a bright, shining beacon, mm-hmm. and, and having some sort of style like this where it it curbs all kinds of other. God, that would. Be I would so love good. that. I would love it. I would love. I want this version of all of the things, man. All of, them. I, all of the comics and shit. Take I it would back to the old Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. Loved that. I love that series. I love. Yeah. I love that series. But this would be better. This would be better. Yeah. This would be better. I would like this sort of budget. For just animate all the comics, man. I'll watch them. I'll come oh see them in the theaters. Um, but that being said, let's not overdo it. Now, I was talking to Tyler, who is a friend of mine, and she went to this screening as well. And so I was I was catching her viewpoint uh, after the show, and she had said something similar about um, the malaise of overdoing all these comics. She's like, "There's so many comic book movies, and there is. I do feel a little bit of a malaise of like all these comic book movies that are coming out, um, and this." feels fresh and exciting and new uh, and I'm just as excited about this as I was as some of the early comic book movies that have coming out despite my um, uh, being tired of these things mm-hmm. um, but that's because this has its own like I said it has its own visual language yeah. well it, it takes even all of those Pixar movies and all the Disney movies they follow the same visual formula they do and this is the first one in a long time yeah. that takes risks it, and that's what makes it that's what makes it wins because all the other films that have followed in their wake you know the Dreamworks and and Illumination and Blue Sky all of them they're all still trying to be Pixar yeah so they're trying to out Pixar yeah. Pixar Pixar's got their own thing and 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 they're doing it and there's nothing wrong with them they're yeah, yeah. great incredible studio was fantastic Love but it. like you said this one just it 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 leaned into the source material oh. it's a comic book superhero mm-hmm. this is a comic true comic book superhero movie representation you, yeah. you know this, this conversation almost makes me feel um this conversation almost reminds me of is uh uh the movie scream yeah mm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. that was wildly successful narratively as well as financially because it took these these tropes, genres, ideas, formulas that you knew, it didn't talk down to you, understood that you knew them, and then used them against you or with you. Like brought you in on the joke while also telling you an amazing story. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this movie does. Yeah. It it doesn't talk down to you. It understand it knows that you understand all the things that are gonna happen, mm-hmm. but then uses that against you as an audience member in a in an incredibly fun way. Um, another one that reminded me of that, just as a quick side note, was Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, that's another good example. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one too. That's yeah, a great one. yeah, that was a great. But, one. So the horror, the horror movie genre has done this over and over again. Uh, maybe it's time that the super he, superhero genre, yeah, starts playing coy as well. I agree. Uh, I think we all love this movie. I think you guys should definitely go see this movie. You should email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com. Or blacktribbles at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Noel. Hi. And Sam. Hello. And Len. And Jadles. Um, (laughs) That's it. Thanks so much, and we will talk at you later. Bye. Peace. Say I keep a check She was up